Hi, I'm Yolanda Rasco. Ooh-wee, I have been looking forward to doing this episode. Why? Well, because it's a topic that I think will be life-changing for so many of us. It's, it was for me. This discussion is really all about having your own set of values to guide your decisions. And that's what I call independent thinking. Many of us are way too influenced by the social norms that are around us. We drive the cars that are popular. We wear the styles that are trending. Raising my hand, because that's me. And we adopt the views of the populace as they are defined for us by the media and by the power structures, the powers that be. And how's that working for us? So I'd argue that there's really room for greater independent thinking, but sometimes it's hard to break away from the pack. Good thing that we have people like today's guest, Jeanette Blatz. So Jeanette is now at home with her four children after her many years as a pillar in this startup of a major online automotive retailer. And I get, I, I'm gonna tell you, I have goo gobs of respect for Jeanette in that I have admired her brilliant approach to breaking the glass ceiling. That takes a strong constitution. It takes self-will and it takes true grit. And Jeanette has never followed the pack. And that's why I've asked her to join this conversation to help us to get a handle on how to establish our own set of values to chart the course for our personal life journey. Hello, Jeanette, and welcome to your show. Hi, Yolanda. Thanks so much for having me. Well, thanks for accepting and, and for being here today. Well, let me see here. In order to dance to the beat of your own drum, Jeanette, or being intentional about forming your own perspective, you know, that feels like a lonely place to me. What fun is there in being the odd man out? Well, I have to say like, there can be, it can be a lot of fun. It can feel lonely, but Honestly, the, the way I was raised and the opportunities I had early in my career um, really gave me an opportunity to be part of company cultures that valued diversity of opinion. So sometimes I was with the pack, sometimes I was not, but I don't know if I necessarily felt like the odd man out, or mm -hmm. at least I thought of it as like not a negative thing. Okay. Um, and then what's interesting is I do think that started to, to wear on me in more recent years, but I found that when I la left that last role that you were mentioning, it's actually what people valued the most about me. Mm -hmm. um, they did kind of like a goodbye video because we were still in the midst of COVID. Um, and people all the way from the CEO to um, like an individual contributor I mentored years ago, almost every single person mentioned the fact that I was kind of willing to challenge the status quo um, or make sure that like all opinions were heard, um, even if they they were different. Um, so I think that actually provided me with more opportunities than I realized at the time, because I was often brought into conversations that were maybe a bit tangential to my current role or responsibilities. Um, but people wanted someone to come in and poke holes at an idea or bring in a different perspective mm -hmm. or or think about something that they may not have considered and could be a point of failure. Right. Um, so I actually found it to be uh, kind of a venue for additional opportunities that maybe I didn't recognize as much at the time. 
Isn't that something? So you, this is just like a natural tendency. You didn't get, you know, sit every morning and write sticky notes to yourself that said, think outside of the box. It's just how you roll. That is so impressive. Well, do you think that we avoid drawing on our own intelligence and judgment really because of a need to be a part of the tribe? Oh, yeah, 100%. I think so many people suppress their intuition and experience and their personal judgment because they want to belong. Um, and that, like, that is a natural human instinct and generally a, a good one. Like, I like the use of your word tribe here. Because I think that really goes back to that human instinct and that need to belong and to align ourselves with popular opinion. It's it's a survival mechanism. Um, that being said, it can be really dangerous if you think about that in a large organization, like a business context. Mm -hmm. If you end up in a situation where everyone is following everybody else, then no one's really leading. Right. Or it can mean that just the loudest voice wins each time instead of really coming to the best idea and settling there. So I'm in a business setting, and in my opinion, in all of our lives, we should be cautious if we find ourselves truly just following the pack and just pause and do a gut check. Because sometimes you're of the majority opinion, but it's because you genuinely agree. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's because you're falling into that, that instinct to be part of, of the norm. Yes. So I just pause and like do a gut check and really make sure that when you're in those moments that you're actually upholding your own core beliefs and your own thoughts, opinions, and values. That is so deep. Girl, I'm telling <laughs> you because you know what you're describing this group think, like you say, it's so easy to fall into for a lot of reasons. Sometimes if I am the least seniored in the room, I just don't feel like um, it's my place to offer a different perspective. Or if I am, you know, uh, if I hear that 90% of the room is going one way, it just feels like, holy cow, what are they going to think about me if I turn this thing upside down? So, yeah, I can totally relate to that. But talk to us for a moment, if you would. Um, you mentioned upholding your own core values and, and opinions. That is like, jumping up and down in my belly right now. Um, I want to hear what you're thinking about the role of a personal value system or belief system as we journey to really becoming that independent thinker. Where does that fit in? Um, so I think, yeah, having your own belief system and independent values is super important. One way, um, just going back to what you were saying about feeling like maybe the least senior person in the room or the least tenured person not qualified to voice your perspective. If you just think about that and switch the roles and how you would feel, what if someone relatively new brought up a different perspective? Like, would you think that they were out of line or would you welcome a different opinion or perspective? And I think mm. if you really gut check yourself there, that you would welcome their opinion and encourage them to speak up. And so trying to give yourself that same kind of grace is, is really important. Um, we have to be true to ourselves. And if you're constantly trying to kind of um, stray away from that, it gets really, really difficult. And if you are in line with kind of your your true beliefs and, and your identity, it brings you a lot of fulfillment. Mm. Um, and I, I think like, I wouldn't be afraid to make those opinions and values clear to others around you too. 
um, you know, for example, like in a business context, your boss cannot be there and micromanage every decision you make. Right. And to be honest, especially without context under a microscope, they won't agree with every decision you make. But if they know who you are at your core and they know what values you consistently bring to the table, it also allows them to empower you and to trust your judgment. Um, I think like in my last role, my leadership team knew I would never make a decision that would benefit myself over the company. And they knew like if push came to shove, then my company came first, then my team and a distant last would be like my own self-interest. And I think at times I felt like maybe it left me at a deficit in terms of my ability to state my own value or progress in my career exactly on the timeline I wanted. Um, but I think with like a little bit of time to reflect, it actually led me to having a lot of opportunities to work in different areas and different projects because they could trust that I would go in and I would give a really honest assessment and help navigate the best path forward for the company. And they never had to really second guess my motivations uh, for decisions or for recommendations. Wow. You know, that's really inspiring um, me to want to speak up more, you know, to recognize that um, it, it, it presents you as an honest broker also is what I hear you saying, giving that honest assessment and being able to, um, where, where others even recognize that your own personal interest is not factored into the direction that you're recommending. Um, and that sounds like it comes with time, but I'm sure you didn't walk into the room kind of hemming and hawing, not sure which way you needed or wanted things to go, right? You have, um, a set of core beliefs and operating in those core beliefs it sounds like it that's what empowered you to be that honest broker in the room yeah that's probably a fair assessment yeah that's awesome ha! i'm telling you we got the right one here today well I, i'll confess that i i personally am a people pleaser okay i care deeply about how others perceive me and it's you know forever been a thorn in my flesh um there are times when i just ruminate over the opinion of others to the extent that it kind of gets in the way of problem solving and moving forward at times it feels like in this case there's an element of courage that's at play here when we talk about independent thinking and bringing your thoughts forward would you agree that we can get into a cycle of self-doubt through that kind of overthinking though jeanette oh yeah well yes and i yes, definitely yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely fall into this trap. Um, I always joke like I'm stuck in my head, mm -hmm. right? I'm just like ruminating over something and I can't let it go until I've processed it or come to a certain um, outcome. And it, it it like it does get under my skin when someone doesn't like me. Like it hurts and it does make me want to try to to find common ground. I think where it like really shows is my personal life. Um, when I'm just a, a true people pleaser. Um, and it's been a challenge for me as a parent, especially as my kids get older, I have to remind myself, right? My job isn't to make my kids happy and to make sure they like me and they're just enjoying every moment. It's to guide them through this period of their lives, keep them safe, right? So they can be happy and healthy and well-adjusted adults. Mm -hmm. And that means like sometimes they're not gonna like me. Right. And sometimes they're going to make mistakes and they're going to struggle. And like, I have to allow that space and allow them that. 
And then when I think about kind of the same thing in a professional context, I actually found that as much as I needed people or wanted people to accept or like me, I found that a lot of people did respect different points of views and were really willing to talk through it. Um, I think one thing to keep in mind is that often when you're coming with an opposing perspective, people will immediately feel defensive if they know that you're coming at it from a different viewpoint. Okay. So what I find is it's really important to like have those relationships first, right? People know who you are. They know that you have integrity and they can make sure that your intentions in that conversation are really clear. And if you think about it, you also need to make sure your intentions actually are good. Uh-huh. It's very easy to go in and say, I want to come in and change their mind. I'm going to convince them that I am right. But you have to go in with the intention of like, I really want to understand their perspective. I want to understand why we're not seeing eye to eye here and be open to changing your own perspective based on real conversation. And then, you know, share your perspective with them openly. Um, There's an engineering leader I worked with towards the end of of my um, last position. And it was kind of a, a... a surprise when people saw us working together because we are people who often did not see eye to eye. Um, and we actually got along super well, um, surprisingly once we were working really close together because we were able to have those conversations and able to have in-depth conversations, uh, sorry, in-depth um, talks about why we saw things differently. Um, and sometimes we got on the same page. Sometimes we agreed to disagree. Yeah. Um, but we always had healthy mutual respect. And I think realizing like we can all have different thoughts, we can hear each other out, we can change our minds, right? Sometimes it makes sense to change our minds, but we don't have the opportunities to engage in those types of conversations if we aren't willing to have the courage to present that different viewpoint to begin with. Um, yes. So I think that's super important. Yes, it is. Wow. You know, that so many so many things that you said there that we could really elaborate on because when you even talk about knowing that you have a difference of opinion but yet you were able to find common ground you didn't hide in other words your differences that's the point that i want to kind of underscore you knew going in that you had different perspectives different ways of seeing the world but it didn't scare you away and you were able to be productive. Yeah. That's so super powerful. That's I, I want to sing the song, What the World Needs Now. <laughs> <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Because that's what it reminds me of. It just feels like the right place where we should all be able to get to. Well, thank you so much for sharing some of that. Do you have any final thoughts or comments that you'd like to leave with us? Um, one thing I was thinking about um, especially in the context to, to you sharing that sometimes it, it can be really hard to go against the norm or present a difference in opinion or, or really wanting um, to feel accepted and liked because I feel the same thing. Um, if you find that you have a thought or a perspective that you're suppressing because you want to follow the tribe, I think if you look around and realize there are other people in the room doing the exact same thing, and that is hard for them to have to do all the time. When you swallow your own opinion and your own views so that others are happy, it doesn't let you reach your whole potential. And it doesn't let other people do that either. So 
when you break the ice and you have that difficult conversation, you're going to look around and see others immediately respond. They're going to feel less guarded and they're going to start to engage in that discourse too. And that's really, really important and, and kind of an altruistic view you can take, right? Mm -hmm. It helps others engage in those conversations and be happier um, and healthier, right? Yes. Um, but if you think about it from like an organizational perspective too, that's where you, you can get true success. Um, you get a bunch of really smart people who respect each other, who want to learn from each other and will challenge each other to mm -hmm. see things from different perspectives. And you all will consistently grow as a result. And I don't know, in my opinion, that's like a big part of the secret sauce to scaling a really amazing organization. Oh my gosh. I'm hugging you virtually right now. <laughs> That is Hugs right back to you. <laughs> that is well worth sticking a pin in. Thank you so much for sharing that today. That was a mouthful. I am really going to be thinking about that for the rest of the week because it does definitely give us the the color, right? The variation in uh, color schemes, the variation in thought, and the variation in um. In, in the way that we build and the way that we innovate. And at the end of that, the way that we solve problems. And that allows us to really all be better. Thank you so much, Jeanette. You have really enlightened us today. And thank you for listening. And remember to enjoy your journey to better. This is your show with Yolanda Rasco. Bye now. If you'd like to hear more, go to yourshow.com and check out our social pages on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. There, you'll find more resources and details on all of the cool conversations and events that we have planned for you guys. So check us out and remember to enjoy your journey to better. Until next time, this is your show and this is Yolanda Rasco.